Welcome Builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Well, hello, builders. It is great to have you on the Build Your Success Podcast today. We love to work to build you and build others through our training and through some of our special guests. We have another guest today. Today we have Lisa Patrick. Lisa is the daughter of a retired Royal Canadian Mounted Police officer who grew up as an only child on a grain farm in a small town in Canada. Her experiences set the foundation for my edge learning skills. Her dad taught her how to be adaptable when necessary and execute with extraordinary commitment and drive. Her mom taught her it was okay to live in fear, but to be fearless in her convictions. The most important thing she learned to value is relationships more than anything else, and that failure was a stepping stone for success. And so that's what we're here to talk about today. Failure is the best teacher. Welcome to the podcast, Lisa. Thanks, Brian. It's great to have be here today. Awesome. And you and I were having a conversation before we started the podcast about how our pronunciation of, of words is different. So let, let's talk about the way Canadians say project. Well, it's a project and it's a process. Exactly. And then your vacations are what? Uh, holidays. Holidays, yeah. So when, <laughs> when I'm used to being a holiday is actually like Christmas or New Year's or one of those things. And I got to learn on a, on a pro project I did that uh, <laughs> take a holiday when you go on vacation. So it's, it's neat to learn different dialects and, and different pronunciations of things. Well, and things sound very different even just within Canada from the East Coast to the West Coast. So here, I'm going to go on a tour. And if I'm from the East Coast, I'm actually going to go on a tour. Ah, that's so good. So things, things are different uh, just from one, one side of our country to the other as well. Yeah, so it's not only language that sometimes is a barrier to communication, but sometimes just pronunciation and where you're from. I was on a, on a project one time. And uh, we worked for a gentleman from England, and at the table sat another man from the Netherlands. And the English man was, was getting very frustrated about whatever we were discussing. And the gentleman from the Netherlands and I looked at each other as if, what did he just say? And he slammed his fist on the desk and said, I'm speaking bloody English. And I said, well, that's the problem. I don't speak English. I speak Southern. It is true, though, how our, our um, where, where our region is from or a geographical location can add a very different meaning to a word or to the language that we use, and more specifically, the message that we're trying to, to convey so that somebody's actually listening versus hearing, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's always important to be listening, uh, to understand and not to respond. So that's something we work yeah. on here. Well, let's dive right into this. Failure is the sure. best teacher. Lisa, you say here that every fail has led you to success. So I want to hear about maybe some a real world example of a, of a failure that has led to a success for you. Well, so first of all, Brian, I, I think that failure is actually a strategy. And, and I know that kind of sounds crazy because we want to embrace failure um, a little bit differently. And so in my world, uh, I always embrace failure as a strategy and to look at it as a way to collect and analyze knowledge and experiences that have happened in order to get 
direct results moving forward. And in order to do that, we have to embrace it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and I love this idea that failure is a strategy. You know, we talk about how we do trial and error, and I think that's a, a technique of being prepared to fail, if you will. And, yeah. and I think contingency plans sometimes are a way for us to prepare to fail and know that, you know what, I may be seeking this outcome, but in the event this happens, I have a contingency plan for it. That's right. That's right. Well, and, and you know, we don't learn um, as much in our stories of success as we do in our stories of failure. And that's really where we learn to amplify and pivot and adapt. And, you know, recently I had a failure when it came to some marketing strategies that were being deployed. And one of the things that I learned, um, well, what I found out to be true later is that I recognized patterns within that failure that allowed me to actually bridge gaps of information that was occurring so that I don't make those same mistakes the next time. And that's really important because, you know, what's, what's that saying? You know, shame on me once if I made the mistake, shame on me twice, but shame on me the third time. I can't remember exactly what that saying is. But the idea is, you know, it's okay to make the mistake and it's okay to maybe make the mistake again, but don't make the mistake the third time because it means you never learned anything. You didn't apply that strategic way to collect that information and apply it moving forward. Lisa, you know, I'm a coach, trainer, and speaker with John Maxwell. He wrote a book called Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You, and he's got lose, but he scratches through it and says learn. And, yeah. and I actually have a quote from him. It says, the major difference between average people and achieving people is their perception and response to failure. And I think that's what we're saying here today, how important, what our response to failure is. And, and you know, the famous Thomas Edison quote, he didn't, fail once he learned 10,000 things that wouldn't work. That's right. That's right. Well, Albert Einstein said, if you're not failing, you're not, you're not trying, right? Something along those lines anyways. But I, I think to the other thing to, to remember about failure, um, that I think people, a lot, a lot of people are afraid to fail and therefore it's, it serves as a, as a pro procrastination tool, right? Because if we fear that we're going to fail, um, we won't start something. And if we don't start something, how can you ever have a success story? Yeah, and, and I watch some extreme sports sometimes and to see those, those guys attempt something over and over and over and over yeah. again until they land the, the jump or until they do something yeah. that yeah. is phenomenal for us to see. But too often we realize we see them landing the jump. You know, that's about the only thing that gets publicized. Well, and imagine if they never kept trying because they kept failing. Like, yeah. You know, no, no great athlete ever quit because they failed the first time. They all failed the first time. Nobody is, is you know, a superwoman or a superman and they start out in a sport and they're just amazing and they're, you know, excel immediately upon, right? They fail many, 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 many times until they perfect the art. Yeah, and each time they try again, as long as they're learning, as you alluded to, they're getting better. You know... I saw in your application that you said some of your clients call you their pit bull. And, and you know, we're talking <laughs> yes, about one, one particular one likes to call me his pit bull. Yes. And it, and it speaks to the tenacity. And I, and I want to talk about tenacity in the face of failure. We, we just had a great conversation about these athletes that do it over and over again and get up and try again in spite of being hurt, broken bones. 
But in business, we have to do the same thing. Hurt feelings, poor communications. Man, I didn't get that contract. So let's talk about being tenacious. Well, I think tenacious, you know, I, I get goosebumps when I think of this story. So uh, a couple of years ago, a good, uh, good friend of mine and colleague, Mike Staver, who's the leadership expert down in Florida, actually. And him and I were talking about tenacity and this one particular salesperson that he knew. And this salesperson like was like above and beyond, off the hook, amazing. And so we asked him, what's your secret to success? And this young gentleman said to him, my secret to success was the fact of my religion. And, you know, I said to him, religion, what does religion have to do with the secret to success and tenacity? He was Mormon. And he got so many, as a young boy growing up, he got so many doors closed in his face that he actually built a tolerance to the word no. Now you want to talk about tenacity. He was, you know, every day out, you know, knocking on doors, getting doors in his, slammed in his face, and he built a tolerance. And I think that's really important. Tenacity is tolerance. Yeah. And, and, you know, so many times we, we get no, 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 but you know, one more chance and you might get that. Yes. You're looking for exactly. You know, exactly. If you don't keep trying, how are you ever, you know, I like to say, you know, uh, I like to say that no is just a not yet, right? You, either you haven't asked and the best people in business ask the best questions. So it's your fault that you received a no because you probably haven't asked the right question and you haven't got the right answer yet to actually make the right decision moving forward with that relationship, whether it's your kids or your husband or your wife or in business. I mean, asking great questions is really important. You know, I like to, when I'm being the salesperson, I like to think about how I've treated salespeople in the past and realize yeah. I tell them no too. If they go away with the first no, then, then whatever they're offering must not be important enough to offer it to me. You know, so it's easier to say. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, I like the strategy of you know what? If you don't come back, I ain't doing business with you because you are not persistent enough for me, and you don't match the my mindset. And why do I want to do a business with somebody who doesn't match the same values as me? Right? Like, because I truly believe that when you are on the same wavelength, you're unstoppable together. But if you're, you know, your your expectations are very different than what they're willing to deliver. How are you ever going to really do great business? And it leads back to that self-worth or value proposition. If what I have is valuable enough, I'm willing to ask you again, because I really believe it can help you. I truly think yeah. that if you'll do what I'm asking you to do, it's going to benefit you. And, and I know it so well because it's a proven track record. And, and I want to share this with you. It's, it's not about selling you and taking your money. It's about, I understand if you do this, it's going to be very valuable to you. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict? reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode.
happen is, is often in, in my case with, with many of my clients is they actually are coming to me to be that fresh set of eyes in their business, right? To have a look at their, biz at their business and take a step back, take the emotion out of the business and actually look at the structures that are currently in, in the business and how do you amplify it or how do you add a missing structure? And so it is my job to be the pit bull. It is my job to be relentless in the strategy because they may not see it for themselves. And so it's important that as coaches and as, you know, um, that we're there for our clients when they can't be there for themselves. Yeah. And, and if they've hired you, they are either busy or can't see it. There's some reason that they engaged you yeah. and, and you need to provide that value and recognize you have that value to provide. Yeah. And that's really where, where I got Pitbull from is because uh, my one particular client, I was like a pit bull. I'm like, but you need this. Nope. You need this. Nope. You need this. Nope. You need this. This is why you need it. And I just kept attacking from different angles and asking questions until they were open, not to hearing, but actually listening to what I had to say. And there's a big difference between hearing what somebody has to say and actually listening. I think that's a great segue into something else that you put in your application about the very importance of relationships. Yeah. And the relationships you have with your clients, the relationships you have with your industry. And also sometimes these back to the, the title of this podcast, these relationships can help you in failure. So, so yeah. talk to us about the importance of relationships, how they've helped you in your career and life in general. Oh my God, Brian, we could be here for hours. <laughs> you know what? Um, Somebody once asked me not too long ago, um, and, I've, and I've said this time and time again, if I was to give up my net worth or my relation, my network, my relationships, what would I give up? And I give up my net worth in a heartbeat. I'd never give up my relationships. My relationships have been the connectivity to every opportunity I've had, every gap in my business, every failure that's helped me lift me and rise and, and step up and keep moving forward. I mean, we do not spend the time and I really stress this. I dedicate a lot of time to my relationships and I expect that back. And it, and it is a two way street, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're in sales or you're, you know, the CEO of a company or, you know, you're whoever, wherever you are in business or in life, you have to give as much as you receive or you'll never get anywhere. It's just that simple. Absolutely. And these relationships are so important. It's yeah. I've interviewed at least over 40 people. Now this is like 62 episode, whatever we're right over 60 now, but the common theme is failure leads to success and relationships lead to success. So yeah. for the listeners out there, pay attention, you know, if you're taking notes today, think about, how important it is to number one, try, get out there. Don't have analysis paralysis, yeah. get, get moving, take action and do something. I like to talk about the small steps. You know, if you can lead, take a bunch of small steps, you're going to get somewhere and then just don't be so afraid of failure. And another thing that people celebrate. Yeah. You know celebrate. What, Brian, That's you right. Said, you know what? Here's the other thing too. You know, you talked about the small milestones. I have massive goals, massive goals. And I get criticized often for grandiose ideas and these grandiose goals. But to me, they, they're not grandiose ideas. They're not unrealistic. But here's the, here's the key. 
is that I have realistic milestones along the way. And when I achieve those milestones, small and big, you celebrate them as much as you celebrate the failures. I mean, we have, us women, we have bridal parties. And a girlfriend of mine recently just said, how come we don't have business parties? How come we don't celebrate when our girlfriends decide I'm going into business for myself and this is what we're gonna, what I'm gonna do? Why don't we host a business shower? Like, I'm like, you know, that's really a great idea. <laughs> why are we not, why are we not celebrating and lifting each other, men and women? Like, celebrate the fail and celebrate the success. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. It's one of the training that I do about planning and, and having a purpose yeah. and things, but celebrating when you hit the milestones. And, yeah. and so I'm a private pilot. We have checkpoints oh, cool. where we're flying where we check in and say, okay, I'm on the correct route, the correct path. Yeah. And I use that as an analogy for checking in. Hey, this I've made it to this milestone. I'm on the correct path to get to that grandiose yeah. goal that I have. And if yeah. you're on that path, then you're headed in that direction. And if you're not, so you've failed, something's happened, then you adjust course and you move back and get back on track. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing. Uh, failure, this is, I think, where a lot of people stumble. Failure is not a measure of self-worth. Let me say that again. Failure is not a measure for self-worth. So if somebody's watching this right now and you've had a massive fail, it doesn't mean you're unsuccessful. It'll mean you're unsuccessful if you don't learn from it and pivot and adapt. But it's it's not a measure of self-worth. And it drives me crazy when people think, well, I'm just a failure. I failed at it, so I'm not going to go yet. Really? I love to tell people that your past does not define who you can become, what your potential is. We've all made mistakes. We've all been failures. Well, look, look at uh, Ver uh, Richard Branson in Virgin. I think it was in, in the 70s he decided he was going to take on the, the uh, giant with Virgin Cola for Coca-Cola, and it failed miserably. So he quit and he moved on. Did, so are we saying that Richard Branson is a failure because he had a fail in his success story? No. So why would we say that about ourselves? Yeah, exactly. And we all know we can be our own worst critics. And, yeah, and, and back true. to this relationship idea, get people around you that support you and help you and recognize your potential, but also challenge you. You know, don't, it don't need to be easy street. It needs to be, hey, we, we challenge each other. We compliment each other. Exactly. I love, I love having good, solid relationships. Well, then I think I'm, and I know you're a big believer in DISC and, and I'm a big believer in DISC and in a multitude of assessments, actually. Um, and partnering with Tony Alessandro was one of the best business decisions I'd ever made. Um, and I was practicing the art of, the, of platinum rule. You know what platinum rule is, right? Absolutely. I learned that yeah. through a podcast guest. Yes. So Tony actually coined and registered the platinum rule, wrote a book about it uh, back in the 70s. And so for those of you who are listening who don't know what the platinum rule is, the platinum rule is treat others how they'd like to be treated. It's a lift up from the golden rule, which is treat others how you'd like to be treated. So if I am a direct personality, which clearly I am, uh, and you treat me like a personality that's slow and steady paced, which would be somebody who's really data driven and logic driven, I'm going to get really frustrated really quickly and you're going to get frustrated really quickly because you haven't adapted the style of how you're delivering your message to me so that I can actually 
listen to it and not hear it. And it's important when you're navigating relationships in life and in business that you really understand who that other person is and then adapt accordingly. And it doesn't mean changing who you are essentially at the core. It just means adapting yourself to, to meet the needs of somebody else. And that's really important in relationships. In fact, it's so important that Tony and I created this tool um, for cards. And these cards are actually based off the DIFFS principle. So you can quickly profile somebody um, in you know 90 seconds or less based on, on the disc and, and discover who they are. And then immediately you can adapt your style of communication to match their needs and practice that platinum rule. Yeah, and to do that, you have to understand them and yeah. be curious enough to understand them yeah. and, and realize, you know, I, I, you said something earlier that reminded me something I've said several times on the podcast, but we'll reinforce it again today. I don't have to agree with you to respect and understand you. So my yeah. core beliefs, my core principles are, can be completely different than yours, but I can understand and respect your core beliefs. Exactly. Well, and here's the thing. I don't want you to, to, to agree with everything I say, because then what's, what's the point? I'm not learning from you and you're not learning from me. So, you know, confrontation can be strategic and it can be extremely valuable when you're looking at two different points of view. Absolutely. Well, this has been a wonderful podcast. I know the listeners are going to enjoy the things that we've discussed today. And you, as you said, we could go on and on for hours with this. Yeah, uh, but I appreciate you for, for having this conversation with us. I really want everyone to realize that failure is a teacher. Think, think, change your mind to understand I'm going to learn. For, I don't like it. I don't like what I'm doing. I don't like failing, but I'm going to learn from it and use it for a stepping stone to, to where I'm trying to go. That, that's great. I, ha I once, once had a, a, a colleague of mine, actually, there's a contractor, and he said to me, Lisa, here's the thing about what we recently failed at. We can eliminate that possibility and open the door to a new possibility. And so think of it that way instead. It's an eliminator and a door opener. Absolutely. Well, Lisa, it was great to have you on the podcast today. How can our listeners find out more about you, your website, social media, however they can get in contact with you? Let us know. So they can reach out to me at lisapatrick.ca. That's my website. Or you'll find my social media handle at lisapatrickbfd. It was wonderful to have Lisa today. It was also great to have you as a listener. Listen, do me a favor. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, go over to that platform. Give us an honest review and an honest rating. Share this podcast with others. Remember to build yourself and to build others. Thank you. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.